And we are back with another Black Window Cream podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I am your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben Real Verse World. The episode that you're currently listening to right now is actually last week's episode. And if you want this week's episode, it'll be available to our Patreon supporters. Not only can you get one week early access to each interview we release, but you can also unlock a bunch of other dope-ass exclusive perks like discounted merch. We're about to come out with that. Giveaways, events, so much more. But the most important part is you'll be helping us build the best motherfucking educational platform and community for content creators that has ever existed. So open up your motherfucking web browser right now. Go to jointhehomies.com, patreon.com slash blackwindowcream. If you're trying to support, be a homie, you know, pledge a little bit. It helps us. We love that. Thank you. Today is Sunday. I'm recording this. I'm going to edit it real quick and upload it tonight so you'll hear it today. Uh, So, yeah, I was just thinking instead of reading off my script that I wrote, I could just kind of like tell you how my day is going so far. My mom just FaceTimed me. She told me not to swear on the podcast as much. She thinks I swear too much. Um... I don't think I do, but she thinks I do. She thinks I swear kind of excessively. So I'll try to tone it down today and not say the F word or whatever um, as much, at least in this intro. I just recorded uh, some stuff yesterday for the Rock Nation brunch, which is cool. And Beyonce just put out a video on her Instagram and it's already got like four or five million views in like two hours, which is nuts. It was a good day. So yeah, um, that's just kind of my recap. Hope hope your week's going to be good. All right, cool. Let me get to my script that I wrote so it's more organized because obviously when I go and riff, I just never make any fucking sense. Today's guest is the legendary drummer Boots Green. I met Boots while we were out on tour with Beyonce and Jay-Z. He's been drumming for Jay for a few years and he is a monster. His career is insane. This guy has been touring all over the world with the biggest artists in the world, like an insane laundry list of people. When you hear his roster, you're going to shit your pants. And my takeaways from this podcast are to be ready to take risks, trust your instinct and just be ready to go for it thanks to boots for coming and jumping on the episode i appreciate you my brother if this is your first time tuning into the podcast you're probably wondering what does black window cream even stand for black window cream is a private content creator group fueled by caffeine or at least i take my coffee black window cream but you can fuck with any type of shit you like oops i'm sorry mom i swore my bad you can have any type of caffeinated product that you like and still be a part of our community we're a free private group on Facebook, open to creators of all kinds, aka if you make videos, if you're a photographer, if you do marketing, management, editing, dancing, etc, 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 all creators are welcome. Our private group has been growing rapidly. We have a ton of members working together by sharing content, asking for feedback, passing tips and tricks along to each other with the goal of pushing each other to become the best motherfucking content creators on earth. And you can join our group if you want to by going to bwnc.com slash join. We would love to have you. Please join. That'd be great. All right, that's it. Leave us a review on YouTube or iTunes so they know we're lit. Get some new merch. We got that coming pretty soon this week, actually. If you want to be the first to know about the merch and get automatic discounts and early access to the podcast, go contribute to the BWNC movement at jointhehomies.com. Showing us your support on Patreon means the world to me. Thank you to everyone that's pledged so far and anyone considering you guys for real. Thank you very much. Thank you. Enjoy the work week. Keep creating. Make sure to tune in every Wednesday and Sunday for a new Black Window Cream episode. And without further ado, I bring to you my interview with Boots and the most epic podcast intro ever created right motherfucking now. Attention. If you stop this podcast recording at any time, you will die. I don't want to die. Do you want to live? Yeah. You have 24 hours to share this podcast with five people or you will die. I'm kidding. You won't die. You're just weak shit for not sharing. And the winner of the best motherfucking podcast goes to... Goes to...
black with no cream. What do you think? It's so fucking dumb and so fucking Ben Haggerty. I knew you would say that. And we're back. Well, yep, that's enough of that. With another black with no cream podcast. Boots Green's in the house tonight. Uh, the infamous drummer of Hova. Come on. Fucking been f- traveling with you for the last seven months. Something like that. Something like that. I don't even know, but it's been a long time, bro. Yeah. I don't care. It's been a long time. I've had the honor of knowing you for the last seven months, maybe. There you go. We got to hit the road together. Um, for the people that do not know you, I'll try to put like a little cliff note thing in the beginning before we do all this shit. Okay. But let people know who you are. Where you from? What you do? What you about? Hey, man. This is Boots Green here. You know what I'm saying? On the black with no cream. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm from Philly and uh, representing 2 and 5. And um, I'm a professional drummer, musician first, but drummer... Uh, you know, just out here doing my thing, man. You know, yeah, killing, killing the game. You have been killing the game. I'm trying to kill the game even more. Philly, Philly, you're currently in LA on a little business trip. Would you call it a business trip or just a creative trip? What What, what are you doing out here? Ah, that's a good one. Creative trip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I never say that. I usually say like business trip, but it is a business trip. Right. But yes, creative. Um, that's where I'm at, man. Um, what's the week like been like for you, bro? I landed Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. And crazy i land saturday and i run into some people from the tour yeah that was dope so it was like tour ain't even over yet it's still going on i'm, I'm here with yeah. you it's still going on i know that's true but um Damn, you can't escape it nope that's, that means something's coming though yeah that's, that's true. i see it Damn. but um i can't I, I land i see them shout out to slick and hob and uh deja and q you know the squad squad yeah um but i, I saw them next day I got right, like, straight to moving. Like, met up with my homie and artist, uh, Britty, was really known as King Shaw. Um, go pick that, go pick the mixtape up. Yeah, too. I was just gonna say. Go get that thing, it's crazy, y'all. And for anyone that doesn't know all these people's names, these are people that we're on tour with. These are on dancers, tour. band members, yep. like, some of the illest people in the game that are doing this shit. Yep, Britty all just dropped his project. I meant to text him, I was gonna text him at, like, three in the morning and tell him that the fucking project's fire. I, Thank I you, finally man. now just got to listen to all of it. Thank you, bro. I've been trying. Real shit. You Thank guys you. killed that Thank shit. You, bro. Which you had a big hand in. We can get to it later, yeah, but... Yeah, I mean... Well, yeah, well... Where was we at just a second ago? <laughs> Saturday. Saturday, right. So, <laughs> back to Saturday, because we're going to get back to that. Yeah, right, okay, But cool. Saturday, shit was dope. And then, next thing you know, I meet with my homie uh, out here. Shout out to Ryan. Basically, he looked out and was like, yo, you can come stay at the crib. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can use my car. Right. I got you, bro. I got a studio on the side. So, I'm like, what the fuck? This is crazy. Like, That's you know a what I'm saying? Scenario. Like, that was crazy. Like, yeah. God was just like, listen, I told you to go over there. Well, you yeah. didn't know this before you got to LA? That just happened? I knew like here? a couple, like a day or two oh, before. Because okay, when I landed, I, one, I'm going to be real with you. I'm like, you don't know somebody, yeah. if it's still going to be good. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm like, damn, he's really like, let me use the car and yeah. shit. Like, so, that <laughs> happened. Then, it's like, shit just started coming out of nowhere. I, I, he, I, I was like, yo, I need to do, first of all, me and Britty, King Shaw, we started doing music. Yeah. We picked up where we left off at, started doing a starting on the next album and mixtape right shit's not a game yeah then I'm like yo I gotta get some photos done he was like alright let, let me hit up Sean who the fuck is Sean <laughs> Sean comes over next thing you know me and Bree taking photos at like 11 at night right I'm talking about within like an hour yeah alright cool that's dope random then next day comes we have a what is it I, I shoot a video my own video in Calabasas just I was like, someone was just like, damn, I got a record. I was like, this shit, like, this, 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 this go hard with this area. Yeah, right. So I was like, yo, hit my man up. Bro, let's take my phone. 
Yep. And let's just go with the stabilizer and shit. <laughs> get a let's shot. Get, let's get these shots. Yep. That's done. Same night, I go and meet with, uh, who did I meet with? Oh, I went to a studio and met with some OGs from out here. Right. Just to play some music. Mm. Good times. Then today and shit, it's like another video, more photos. And then I did a session. No, I'm sorry. Go back. Then I met this guy from this thing called Jam Card, which is huge right now in the in the music community. Jam Card? Jam Card. What is that? Um, it's basically about, like, for musicians. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, basically, like, it's like uh, Instagram for musicians. Oh, word. Literally just for musicians. Like, That's I mean, it's, it's not just for, but it is right. for musicians. And um, it's a huge thing. It's going. This is the shit. Wow. Like, this is, like, two or three years from now. Yeah. That's it. That's like, musicians might not even have to be on Instagram because... That, that'll be their shit is it a place for musicians to go shine and show off their work or is it a way for people to go there and see like find each other other familiar musicians in the area that you could like connect them all of that shit or, literally so it's like a, it's, it's a just like the tinder of fucking musicians yo that's crazy beautiful way to put it right yep. got it, got it's it. like you go there you might land in New York or somewhere and be like yo I'm in New York you might try and link right. or I'm in New York I'm looking for a gig and might, yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah, Anything, yeah. and people really respond like because it's that right it's not like a world of just people and shit yeah. you dm and somebody yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. no you just put a post hey anybody here right next it's thing like, you know it's like um message board style like if you mm -hmm. go back in the day that shit was always like how you did it like looking for this looking for that boom it's on there and if right. someone it's reddit it's the same shit you know what i mean right that's a cool way to look at you know, it but you know um so yeah bro and, and after that so what you hit him up through that you found him through the app this dude that you met up with no that's the guy he's oh, the, the guy that guy. did the fucking yeah thing. shout out to elmo wow he's the guy that did all that shit so he's like I met with him today. We had a good little Thai meal, just chilling, talking about some musician union shit, yeah. and just moving forward, um, and helping the the next generation. You know what I'm saying? To yeah. be honest, because shit's crazy. But right. um, then after that, studio session. Goddamn. I'm like, oh shit. I, okay, I'm moving. Yep. And as I'm coming here after the studio session, my homie hit me. My OG hit me like, yo. So how's LA treating you? He he just left. Yes, no, today. Mm. Yo, how's LA treating you? I said, bro, I'm moving out here next year. <laughs> F fuck all that. Like, it ain't no more, like, keep flying and back yeah. and forth. I'm like, I mean, I got to do it, you know, to, you know, get my shit together. But right. no, bro, I'm out. I'm like, L.A. is the place to be, man. Like, I'm loving it. I'm literally loving it, but bro. Your excitement for the way, the amount of shit you're able to get done in just a limited amount of time it is exactly what I, I expected I would get when I moved to L.A. Like, I, th I saw the unlocked possibilities yeah. of connectivity community yep. literally trip into the right people that shit happens all the time real talk from being a philly though philly is like fairly large right like yeah you know what i mean like mm -hmm. everyone knows where philly yeah. is comparative to cedar falls iowa most <laughs> people don't know where the fuck or what happens there hey man it's all right you're yeah. from there we know you man yeah you're good. i know <laughs> but what's the difference what could you accomplish there or is it harder like is the community so small that there's only so like are you very limited to what you're able to accomplish there or you know like what is the the what's the issue there like i still feel like that's a big city like mm -hmm. to be able to pull some shit off yeah but you're just or is it just mainly like fuck flying uh, and having to come here all the time no i think it's just musically in philly there's no drive there anymore you know what i'm saying like i, I told somebody earlier uh the last musical real the mass, I'm sorry, the, the real last musical artist to come from Philly was maybe Jill Scott. Mm. And I mean that as far as like musical. Right. You got the roots. The roots are always the roots. But yeah. it's like as far as putting music out from Philadelphia, 
Jill was probably the last one. And then you get like, I mean, you got Meek, but that's not, no offense to Meek, but that's not, that's hip hop. You right. know what I'm saying? But it's right, not right. like Jill shit's more whatever. Yeah. It's musical. Musicality, right. And uh, I just feel like when you even try to do shows there, the crowd's not really, I ain't gonna lie, a lot of artists that I play with say that, you know, sometimes Philly is kind of like hard to, you know, to entertain. Right. And I get it. I've seen it. I've been a part of the artist, you know, and I've seen the reaction. I'm like, damn, this is my city. Like, what's, right. what's the move? And there's no, like, real m- real musical movement going on in Philly. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really see, there's, like, no no festivals like that. There's no, of course, you got Made in America. Right. What the fuck? You can't get that every day. So yeah. it's like, you don't have no festivals or anything that's really bringing the arts and the, and the creatives together. It's like, right. people are doing a lot of shit on their own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like out here in LA, bro, I see so many, first of all, some every night. Mm-hmm. There's something happening every damn night. It's something happening right now. Right. And I'm like, it's just amazing to know you can like, you can get up and just be like, damn, let me go do something. Right. And you can go do something. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, so I think Philly just don't have that drive we used to have back in the day like we had this thing called the five spot the black lily the we had warm daddies we had certain spots that was like cats was going to and it was like yo this is it's fun right but you know now it's overshadowed with this you know the strip clubs and you know what i'm saying yeah. and the clubs and it's like nobody wants to hear that shit no more scott storage from philly yeah he's from uncle philly, scotch right? uncle scotch uncle scotch <laughs> <laughs> That's he, he loves scotch yeah but no yeah uncle scott's from he's from philly yeah I was, I, we were doing some project with him and I had to sit there. My friend interviewed him. It was for like, just for writing purposes, but mm-hmm. I sat, I shot it all. And, I was just, and he told this extensive story about just for this writing purpose of it. Wow. But hearing that shit, I was like, this man lived the yeah. wildest life. Yeah. Period. The wildest life. Wildest and one of the dopest too at the same time. For sure. Like, can't lie about that shit. He had, he was living, bro. He and he died living. and came back. That's some wild How? shit. How? I don't know. What, what the hell happened? Uh, fucking, uh, you know, kicking the drugs <laughs> to the curb, bro. Yep, and, that's true. And Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, oh, my God. That'll fuck you up. So, that I feel you. That makes sense. So, like, as far as, because I want to I dive into, like, how you got to where you are today and, do, and tell your story. But Of course. What would be a plan that you're going to set? Because I know a lot of people struggle with this, too. And I did it the same thing. When I was back home, I was doing music and all this shit. Mm-hmm. We were making music, playing music, doing all this stuff. And I was always like, yo, we got to go to LA. It, everything's there. The possibilities are endless there. Mm-hmm. These people are there. This person's there. I just saw that this person lives there. Like, we could connect with any of these people right. at a fucking Chipotle. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And That's real shit too. everyone's always <laughs> like, yeah, let's go. Let's let's do it. But no one ever really did it. Like, I would, I, wait, I wasted a lot of time waiting on a lot of people. Okay. And I had to find a way to pull the trigger on my own to be able to say, all right, fuck it, I'm moving here. So, like, what is a step that you're going to put in place now? Even though this, I mean, this is like a new realization that you want to live, like, mm-hmm. live here. But what would be something that you're gonna try to put in effect so that you can kind of make it happen. Like you said, you're gonna do it like next year. What's the plan? In Man, between then? first plan is to move out this motherfucker. Just come. Uh, I'm just I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and that has to do with literally and physically like doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying it. I'm speaking it. And now I gotta do it because I feel it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's the one thing. I'm gonna I'm going to take action. I'm gonna. Literally, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, pack my shit up. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm <laughs> getting move. the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, 
uh, for, I guess like, for me, mine was like, like I knew when I come, this place is fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. So to me, I, I, and I've said this before on the podcast and shit, like I was like, all right, cool. I had this weird little side gig at home where I was making some money doing mm-hmm. some shit with Google and I would like make a little bit and I was like, all right, cool. This is kind of adding up. So if I could create a budget for myself, cause budget's everything, especially when it comes to these projects, yep. you learn that real fucking quick. Yep. If I could come up with like 10 K, I could come out here and blow that shit in three months. And that's like my trial period. So I wanted to at least, I didn't, I was hoping I didn't have to blow all that shit, but like, that was my gamble. I was like, mm-hmm. if I could do this, all right, cool. I could go out there. If I have to get an Airbnb, if I have to do all this shit, if I can't find work or for whatever, maybe mm-hmm. fuck it, it's over with. Right. And that was like one thing I did. So I worked really hard for like three months, figured out how to get the money, got the right camera shit I needed and did it. And I, and that was my way to go. Mm-hmm. Like, but is there something like, do you have to look for like as a drummer, as your profession and also rapping and doing music? Mm-hmm. Like what, what is a way that you would come here to try to instantly find jobs? Cause the music, music community is different. Like I started learning just being around you guys, like yeah. the jam sessions and shit like that. It, it was really like this DIY experience that we would, <laughs> like I would notice and you would think it like for some reason, I don't know. Like if you go out with like Ashley Kimmy and them, or, like been dancing with B forever and they mm-hmm. go out to the club and there's like this whole like, typical bottles this shit djs all shit but when you go out with the band the band's sitting here fucking going up on stage with local dudes that are just and women that are pulling people up just come up here you guys are sharing shit Ah, Mm -hmm. everyone's playing music and i was just like that was such an experience but it was Mm -hmm. so diy where it's like very niche and like uh i don't know it's just an interesting arena that Mm -hmm. i don't know how that works um that makes sense man no no yeah well coming over here to be honest is like it i think it's gonna it's gonna be easier you know what I'm saying? And I'm a I'm a man, I'm a straightforward dude anyway. Right. So I'm like, I'm gonna come over here with a budget or not. Right. I'm just coming the fuck over here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe honestly that something is going to happen. Right. And it's just it's uh, the timing of this shit, you know what I'm saying? And like I said, yeah, like when, once I get here, bro, just like you said, like the jam sessions or yeah. you know, doing certain things like talking to my companies and people that I know and really getting with these people. You know what I'm saying? I don't want some just like, oh, yo, I'm here, man, in L.A. and join L.A. Yeah. and shit. It's like, no, I'm coming to work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? campaigns and do different yeah, things. Yeah, because it. it's still fun within that shit to right. me. I, we doing this. You know what I'm right. saying? This is work, but it's still like, we're, we're going to have fun. This is yeah. me. It's Boots and Ben. Like, yeah. That's a show. Boots yeah, and Ben. Boots and Ben. <laughs> but, um, coming next year when Boots and right. L.A. <laughs> but um, it's like, you know, it's just dope how you know, if, if you know, like if you know the energy that of some place you've already been, and it's a great energy. Mm-hmm. You got to figure out ways to just stay in that shit. Like, yeah. all right, let me go back to that energy. Not let me go back to, no offense to Philly, but it's like, I don't want to go back there because that's draining my energy. Right, right, right. I come here, that shit's like, yeah, energy just pushing me. There's you know no what I'm saying? There's no plateau there, like, you, or here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, sky's the limit. I'm just really on that tip, bro. Like, it's time to just move. It's time to like, really, really budget. It's really time to like, plan mm-hmm. and just go. Yeah. Like, Simple I'm with that. that. I'm with that. I'm out. Sometimes people just need to hear that because they're like, fuck it. I just got to do the same fucking thing. That's, Listen. That's my goal. Bro, crazy thing is, I be telling my, my ladies sometimes, I be like, yo, you need to like, don't nobody do this though, please. But I be like, <laughs> sometimes I be like, yo, you need to just quit your job. And because she hates it. Mm-hmm. Like, hates it. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, some people just be like, man, I can't, I'm tired. I don't want to go to Monday. I'm tired. Whatever. She fucking hates it. Yeah. And I'm to the, I'm, totally opposite because I've never had a nine to five. So right. I'm like, yo, listen, I'm a different breed. Mm. One, I'm an Aries. Mm. So I'm always on 
My, I'm ramming straight the fucking head. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm fire. I'm all straight. I'm burning shit down. We yeah. out. But my thing is like, I've never believed in, and it's just me for a deep second. Yep. I've never believed in jobs and nine to five stuff and the systematic shit because I, you, most people have dreams, right? Yep. And they have goals and it's not what their fucking job is right now. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. So my thing is, how do you get to your goal or your dream? If it's if you're doing something that's taking away eight to nine hours or whatever of your day and your life, and you got kids and other things to do, you're never going to get to where you want to go. Right. And I always felt like she has so many things, you know what I'm saying? So many visions and dreams and goals. And I'm like, yo, I got you. Let's do it. Be the fuck out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to take that. And I'll I be, be hearing people on YouTube and... I've went to a couple of seminars and shit, or I read a little couple of books, and it'd be like, I took the faith, leap of faith, you know, every time. corny quote type shit, but yep. it's the truth. It's every time. It's like, if this is something you see, but you're working for someone else that's getting way more money than you, mm-hmm. you're helping their vision, one. Right. We ain't doing shit with yours. They yeah. like, whatever, we don't care about you. Sick? You're sick? Cool, you're fired. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like, people are scared to take that leap of faith because it's like, oh, I don't, wanna, I don't know if I can pay this bill next month. Or this, and it's like, listen, the fucking bill ain't stopping. But at the end of the day, your goal and that shit is still annoying you. Right. That's not stopping either. Yeah. So it's like, what do you do? Yeah, it's terrible. You know what I'm saying? Like, It's like you have to find your solution or ways to eliminate those barriers so you can seriously. push forward. Because that shit, seriously. I feel that, I felt that same way too. And like, I know some people can be found in more blessed situations than others. And I know some people are stuck there. Yeah. Like I literally, there's no other option. If I stop doing this, this will happen. Right. You know what I mean? Real shit. But if you have the luxury or if it's just a fear, like how do you get rid of the fear in your head? You know what I mean? Like how mm-hmm. can you do that? And I think that sometimes it just comes with jumping. You know what I mean? Like you, you just have to fucking It's the same thing as like, you know, when you was a kid, you got, you know, the roller coaster or something. You didn't want to get on it the year before, but this one year you was just like, Fuck it, I'm doing it. I know I'm gonna be happy and screaming and crying, but I'm gonna do it. Like I did that when I turned 30 years old, bro. And Damn at, at Disney, dog. You, I wasn't there, but I did hear about that. that I'm happy for you, man. I fucking hated it. I'm happy for you, bro. It ended up being dope, though. But you're right. Like mm-hmm. you just had to commit. That's it. Commit. Oh, and but I mean, also come up with a plan. That's why we're talking about. Like that's why I'm interested. In, like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. How do you, how do you do it? But it's also, you know, just different people have different traits. That's mm-hmm. it. You just have to lay into it. So. Yeah. So let's dip back. Dip back. Early years. Go ahead. Talk talk to me about growing up. You know, were you mm-hmm. always playing? When did you start fucking with drums and music in general? Okay, we make this quick because that's gonna be that's gonna be that's a long one. But I started playing in church, and um, I started playing in church like ten or eleven or something like that. Right. I always went to church, but I was I started playing like ten or twelve or something like that. What they had, like drums there that you could just start like yeah. learning on. Cool. Yeah, I mean, there was a drummer there. Actually, my dad was a drummer before me. Really? And then when I got older, it was other drummers that started coming. But I got on. I finally got the chance to play and just started studying other drummers and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Got a little better here and there. And I really took it serious around like 13 or something like that, 14. And just started really, really looking at like, this was when like VHS and all that was out, of course. Yeah. But looking at VHSs and looking at, uh, you know, so when DVDs started coming out, this type, like, like just looking at so many drummers and just like, man, how are they, how are they doing that? You know what I'm saying? How the hell are they really doing that? Like playing wise, you right. know? And I learned, 
Thank God. I learned without teaching, without lessons. You without, never had lessons. Never had lessons. Damn. Um, Did your dad? Nope. Sick. Just gifts. You know what I'm saying? God giving gifts, man. And, you know, like I said, I just started like learning that shit and like, okay, damn, I'm really, I'm, I was like, I can play. Like, I go lie. Like, I started realizing I, could, I was mimicking the shit. Yeah. And then just understanding that music is in me. It's just rhythms and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. in me. But get, you got a little older, 15, 16, started playing for this huge gospel artist named Richard Smallwood. Hmm. He wrote like millions of hymns. Like, yeah. he's like a real like yeah. composer. You know what I'm saying? Like, he writes for orchestras and shit. 15, from Philly? No, he's from D.C., I think. Washington, D.C. Right. But, um, Toured, I started touring with him at like 15, bro. 15, 16, the at the fuck? oldest 16. Touring with this man. It's my first time on a plane. All that shit. Like, I was making $175 a show. How, wait, how did he find you? The musical director at the church I was playing with. Just at the time. He just asked me like, yo, you ever, you ever go on tour? I was like, no. Do I look? What the fuck? Man, you see me here every Right, Sunday. I'm what here. Nigga, I'm in school. <laughs> nigga, I ain't going to school. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, that was dope because I'm still in school and this man asked me to really go on tour with the gospel artist. Like I'm talking about, bro, if you when you look later on you look it up, yeah. He's really that Damn. Seriously, he's like the number, he's up there. He's yeah. up there. But that that happens, whatever, and then You're saying I, you're getting paid going I'm on tour. Paid, bro, I'm getting paid $175 as a kid and like $35 for per diem. A you day. know what I'm saying? A day. It, what? How did how did how long was the tour? Well, we never had tours. We always had like just show, shows, type yeah. Thing. But they were like back to back sometimes. Yeah. Like it was times where it was during the weekday, so I wouldn't go to school. <laughs> Motherfuckers was like, "What? Like where you at?" Yeah, making money, bro. Making money, bro. So <laughs> that, is that happens and shit. That's dope. Well, your dad's is your dad's like overseeing. Like, are they just like, "Yo, fuck it, go"? Then my dad was like, "Go." He's like, this He's is like, it. I know you're going, but you, this is why I, I know you, you ain't son. Right, right. This is your time. <laughs> yeah, this is your time. Like, he knew I was going to be straight, you know, going out there. First yeah. of all, the musical director was, he was real cool. Yeah. So he knew I was going to be straight. And then everyone out there was adults. Mm -hmm. And they just loved me as, I was like, they're, I was little boots to them. Yeah. So that was always straight. And then 18, my real first big gig is Jill Scott. Oh, shit. Got that gig. And that was the first time I go overseas. Damn. To like Scott, what was it? Uh, Scotland somewhere? It was got, uh, Glasgow. Yeah, right. First place, bro. I'm like, okay, what the fuck? Like, 18 with a passport with Jill Scott touring the world, like United States and then. Oh, that was a full overseas. tour with her. Four tour, easily. But I did like two years with her. I played with her for like, oh, for like two years. But how did, between that, what were you doing that got you put on with her? Were you just playing like now shows and like local shows or was it always you were touring with the gospel dude? Yeah, always playing with him. So and I mean, it, was, you through it him? was always stuff and that's what I was saying. I got to make it short because it's a lot, bro. Like, yeah, and as you guys know, I have a book out. It's called Oh, there you go. The Instrumental. Yeah. I was like, why is he skipping over yeah, this? Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't want to be this because no, I'll, I'll the book, be bro. here. Plug but the, the book. book. The book is called The Instrumentalist. Boots Green, the instrumentalist, and it basically entails all this shit. Uh, I like with that. With more. Yeah, but, I like that. Um, is it, where's the, how, do you get, how the fuck do they get the book? It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Fuck, Amazon, what, all that. books, shit, all that. When'd yeah. you put that out? Two years ago? Yeah. Yeah, two years ago. Dope. I'm doing another one. Yeah? Yep. Want to write the next one? I'm thinking of calling it, Uh oh, Boots Greens. Well, not Boots Greens. It's not right. like fucking collard greens. <laughs> but Boots Green. <laughs> Boots green. Oh, right, boots is greens. Um, but boots green, life of life. Mm. And the reason why I was saying that or thinking that 
I don't know for sure yet. Yeah, right. But the reason why I was thinking that was because like we we all have a life, but I'm like most of us do not understand our life. Period. Right. Like real shit. Like everybody we, a lot of us just really don't know what's our real mm-hmm. thing and reasoning for being here. Right. We love our shit, we have hobbies, you know whatever. But yeah, that's another story. That's super So the other book is out so you can get that shit. Right. Now back to the story. Yeah, yeah right. Uh 18 with Jill and that shit was dope because she was like she had to tell she was helping me out when in love with some chicks. <laughs> Trust me when I tell you this. I told you I was gonna tell you I told you I was gonna talk to you in some real shit, bro. Yeah, that's dope. But she was on some like every night she'd be in the mic like, ladies, he's on he's only eighteen. <laughs> what? You so, know they was like, like he's only eighteen. Yeah, okay. Okay, I'm in his He'll be I'm at on. the merch tent all night bro. long. So that's like it was just dope to be a part of that as far as like How big was the band that you were That with? was a huge ass band. Was it? It was like a it was like a 10, yeah, 11 wow. piece band, something like that. Right. She had a full band. Yeah, it was a full ass band. And you were the only drummer? Yep. Nice. And, I mean, a percussion player, but right. only drummer. Um, she was awesome, though. My, she found you through, through now, that Yeah, dude? she found me through this guy, Pete Kuzma, who I had a trio with. I had, we had a, th- uh, a three piece band. And uh, we were at Jazzy Jeff Studio. Oh, shit. And we were literally in the studio just playing around and shit. And she walks in and she was like, oh, you know, how you doing all about, you know. And she was like, you know, how to, you, you know, how to, no, she's like, you sound good. you like, you know how to play uh, a song from my album or something? Or no, you know any of my songs? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I know your fucking songs. Right. He start, and now he's her musical director. He starts playing one of the songs from the album and shit. I'm like, let's go. Just start playing? Start playing. Bro, she looked at me like I was crazy. She was like. Oh my god! Like yeah, this little kid knows how to play my shit. Right. No exaggeration. She was like, I thought she was joking. She looked at Pete and was like, "Can he? Can he go on tour?" And I'm sitting here like laughing and shit. Like yeah, what? Like, no, like, you shut have up, to, yo. By this point, you have to have a drummer. You have whatever. You know what I mean? And like, she did have a drummer. Her drummer was one of my favorite drummers. His oh name shit! Is Eric Trivet, amazing. Wow. But they, he went on. He went on to play for some more people, yeah. or whatever. And it just so happened she was looking for a drummer. Wow. Got the gig through that, bro. That is After fucking that, crazy. Pew, like Tommy Davidson. Pew. <laughs> Damn. Bro, gone. Gone from there. It was like, it went from Jill to like Khalees to like, uh, who was that? I'm trying to think. I, I might not get the, chrono, the, the chronological order right, 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 but it was like Jill, Khalees, um, Kid Cuddy. You did Cuddy. Mm-hmm. Did Cuddy. Man. Um, who else was it? Uh, trying to trying to keep it, bro. It was crazy. Hold on. And I think after that it was <laughs> your life is funny. I bro. think it was for no. I think it was for real after that. I think it was for real. These are all tours. Mm-hmm. Do you ever tours do, and shows? Period. You, you never do any like in studio recordings? Nah, not no. with, not with none of these people. Yeah, right. Um, and uh, then it was common. God damn. <laughs> Excuse me. I played for Patti LaBelle. Jesus Christ. Weird shit. Like I, that was just sporadic. Like Patti LaBelle, I got a call for that shit. Okay, cool. What the fuck? Um, who else was it? shit, bro? Floetry. Mm. That's me. Sorry. Floetry. Who else was it? Uh, okay. <laughs> who else, who else on my fucking list? Um, right. Who else on my shit? Who else did um, I? These are full tours too. This isn't just like a three day thing. Yeah. It's like you're these doing are, these like are, months. This is work. This is a lot of work. Um, and it honestly keeps going, bro. Puff, Snoop, 
uh Jesus Christ yeah. Wiz um I know it's more in the book. I this just is my favorite part my about head. these podcasts is I can learn shit even about my friends. Like, yeah, learn shit. Every I love day. stuff like this. That's like, fucking. That's wild. why I was like, bro, when you when what's his name was on here talking about Puff. Yeah. Speak. That's funny. Speaking of that shit, since we're on that real quick. Yeah. Quick story. He did something similar to you. Who? Gato? Or, or are you talking about when I had him money? He's like, yo, this yeah, and that. Pu- yeah, Puffs. That shit was crazy, bro. Yeah. It, quick story. I'm trying to make it quick. Do it. Do you he, think? We we got called to do. I played for Puff twice too. We did two tours. But the first tour I did was him did with him was for that group he had Dirty Diddy Dirty Money or something like that or Dirty right. Diddy Money. It was like two chicks. Yeah. Did that. That was cool. Right. First time I played with him, right? Dude was dude made me sit with him for forty five minutes. Like me and him. Did he? Puff. Sean Puffy yeah. Daddy Combs <laughs> him. That's my man too. Yeah. OG, you my man. Right. But he's like, yo, I wanna he's like everybody he's like he's like everybody go to lunch. He's like, I just want to sit with you and go over some go over some stuff. Bro, we went over like intros and outros to each song. We went over like accents over his over his vocals. Like he wanted me to do certain stuff over his vocals. Wow. It was like the craziest time in my life on a, in, a, in a sense. Because usually artists will just say like, you know, lay back or no or, you know, I like that yeah. or whatever. He was giving me like. He's like, do we have a cowbell? Right get, the, get this guy bro, a cowbell. Bro. I want the cowbell when I say, yeah. I said, oh, Ding. this dude is crazy. Wow. But he's literally sitting in the chair like. He really wanted, he knew what he wanted. Right in my face. Me and him. Everybody go ahead to lunch. We eat after. I'm like, all right. But, so that was the tour. Now, this is the crazy tour. The beginning of, this was the Bad Boy reunion tour. Mm-hmm. We, I got called to play with two, a, a double drummer, you know, two drums or whatever. And. Won't say his name, but long story short, I don't know. Did you see that thing yet? Did you see the the the, the, doc? the yeah the documentary? Did you see that? Yeah, that's the one with Mary and everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So I watched it. It was one part with my face <laughs> when he walked in. He was like, he heard the music. And he was like, y'all sound like a wedding band. And I, the camera caught me and was like, <laughs> hmm? I was like, man, this is the funny thing, right? This is the crazy funny thing. So the other drummer was playing all that time because I was playing percussions on this time on these these songs he was playing. Right. So I'm like, the camera caught me at the perfect time because it looked like I was playing the drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was fucking up. Yeah. But he was fucking up. Right. Tremendously. Yeah. And <laughs> then the next day, wah, this is yeah. You're watching this shit when it comes Bro, out. What the fuck? The next day I get a call, Puff let me go. This is real shit. <laughs> Puff lets me go. Okay, cool, whatever. I was like, you know what's funny? I already knew that was coming because I was like, I felt like he bombed us in general. And Puff was already cameras everywhere. He was already in his bag. Like, right, right. What the fuck, y'all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, whatever. I'm shutting down home. the studio. Right. I'm shutting down the yeah, earth. Right. <laughs> earth. So I go home. So this is before the tour starts? Yeah. Definitely, definitely before the tour starts. Definitely, this is like rehearsals. But is but he makes this assumption from the actual moment when he was like, "You guys sound like a wedding band," and he just oh, picked period. you as like you. You're the one that started this. Both of us. Oh, I thought both. you meant like he saw the footage and saw your face. No, no, no. he like, saw me. I mean, he saw us. He heard everything live. Yeah. and Decided to fire our asses. Right. Oh, so the other dude got it too. He got oh, he definitely too. got, got it. you. He got, got the can easily. Right. Um. So yeah, we you know every we, we I go home for like a week and I get a call from my homie. Uh. And he's like, yo, they got another drummer out here, but they didn't want you to come back. 
I was like, what? Yeah. Why? He was like, bro, it sounds, it, it's not cool. All right, whatever. And the funny thing is, I, I just played your tour before this. Already. Excuse me. You was totally fine. Right. So you had to know it wasn't me. Right. You just was in your bag because it's all everybody yeah. there, and you just went off of your anger and just like, fuck it, everybody content. Go. Right. Get that fucking content. Cool. I come back, land the gig, and long story short, me and Puff cool now. Like <laughs> on some like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He 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 even apologized to me. Wow. Real man to man shit. He really? came to me and was like, he was like, hey man, he's like, you know, my fault about the mix up. You know, excuse me. He's like, I, you know, I understand it really wasn't you. I just want you to understand that I I really didn't. Things like you know, I was like, that's crazy. That is crazy. Like I really was already on. Like man, he ain't fucking care. He yeah. Ain't. He came to me as a man, yo. That's dope. That's what gave me way more respect for that Hell man. Yeah, yo. That's way crazy. more respect. Nah, that's some real shit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Real shit. I love that I got back to back puff stories. Like some gems right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's the OG man. He's, he's the OG bro. Holy shit. He's the OG. You covered so much fucking ground. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. You need listen. You need me. I'm here. I mean, I'm saying in your life, my friend. Like, oh. you've done a lot of shit, bro. Man, look. But yeah, I appreciate you being. I mean, I can, listen, go. bro. I can. We can talk for like eight days about my life, bro. I've had a lot of shit. That's why I had to write the book and right. writing more sense. because yeah. it's like I can't. I, I want one. I want to reveal shit. I want mm. to tell people some real shit. Like right. people think it's easy and it's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all fun and games out here. But it's right. like, man, it's fun, but. It's still real life right. as you're as you're moving, and it's like I just want I just want people to understand what I went through is something you can go through, yeah. And this is how you not go through it, right? Right. In a sense, you know what I'm saying? That makes sense. If you don't want to go through it, this is a lesson you learned in the first book, or this is what you're doing with the second book. Second book. Second book. I got in you. the first book, just gonna... it, it is more so like those are lessons I learned, yeah. Then you know what I'm saying? And right. this book is like some new shit. Shit, I'm older and I'm still fucking learning, like, right? You know? Yeah. Right. I don't think we stop. No, not until you. I think until you're. You probably stop me like until you're dead. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So what like back, you know, getting started touring and becoming like that guy, like is there anyone representing you for this shit? Or is it just kind like of a manager or something? Yeah. Nope. No one's saying so like how did uh, you were just guessing like as far as like, oh I gotta figure out a rate, I gotta figure out whatever I need yeah, to like I would, make my I would stance. And ask questions, man. Yeah. You you have not because you you know, because you ask not. So right. it's like I literally would, would one I would listen to. I, I observe a lot. You know what I'm saying. So if I'm around a bunch of people, old heads that's been in the game, I may pick their brain. But sometimes I might catch them talking about something, and it's like, oh, that's okay. That's what they did. You know what I'm saying? Or they be talking about a situation, and they're like, damn man, so and so played me with this, and they'd be like, why he played? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's got to be something, right? Like, and I just try to figure out shit to move forward and to just. Help the next, you know what I'm saying? Literally help the next generation. Right. Simple as that. Goddamn. Like, it's not, to me, it's not rocket science, bro. Like, I did have my moments when I was younger, like playing with Jill. Coming back home with shit. I never was, I'm never a flossy guy. Like, this right here, this is an agate stone. Oh, yeah? This is an energy stone. So, you're supposed to go to the water, like, every few days or weeks or something like that and, and you know, release the negative energy that it's absorbed. Mm. Because it, you know, it's yeah. a positive energy. So it's like, I wear stuff like this. I went on Jill, came home. People thought I was automatically on the big head shit because it's like, oh, he 18. You think he the shit because he right. home. He got new clothes. No, motherfucker, that's cool. I got money now. I can buy some new clothes. Yeah. Like, Please let me. 
Just please let me. And both that shit was free anyway. Bro, you that's the I mean? funny thing. Yeah. So, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I've lived and I've grown to learn, like, damn, I got to show these people how you really do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's so much dumb shit that we blinded by. It's like, you only got to do, like, three things. Mm-hmm. Like, for real, for real. Like, right. that'll make your life better. Because yeah. people don't get that reciprocal shit, basically, which is karma or energy whatever you want to call it right everything you put out comes back Hmm. period you want to put out some dumb shit dumb shit's coming back right you want to put out some dope shit and help people i guarantee you somebody will call you within a few days and be like yo here you go yeah but whatever it is right but i guarantee it Hmm. same with me i just bro i'm telling you this visit alone made me see the real of speaking it and really like moving on it, right? Because motherfuckers love using the man. I man, I've been I talk about this shit every day. I, I keep seeing it. Well, motherfucker, what you doing to do it? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. What you doing to go get it? Like you can see it all day, nigga. I, yeah. I see Calabasas all day in my, in my. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, damn, I just shot a video on Calabasas. Yeah, why not? Now it's like I just motivated myself. Yep. I can fuck around and move here. Yep. You know what I mean? But it's like I feel like that's that's the thing that we need to just keep moving to each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you can do it, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can do it, yo. Don't don't worry about that. You can do it. And I think these are the small ass things and the reasons why we're not succeeding. You know what I'm saying? Because we're so worried about dumb shit. Yeah. Dumb shit that you don't even want. For nah, real, for real. We get like trained to think that way. You know what I mean? Like by the way we are raised, not by like our family per se, yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying the the surrounding in the community society. and the yeah, society yeah. like the way they build it up you have to do this to do this you have to do this to this you can't you know don't do this because that's crazy yep every yep. time like because it's that why is it always that. that like how do you feel about it and, does it, does and it feel you crazy? start the worst part is starting out i think as like when you really like for me taking the plot the plunge into this shit i felt like outcasted in a way Be- not when i moved to la i think moving to la was the first step in the right direction for mm-hmm. people to back home to like not feel some type of way about right. like man ben's really just fucking not doing a real job out here in right. iowa and like he's just kind of doing some video photo shit music blah right. blah doesn't really make sense to me i work every day blah blah I'm, I'm sitting here like you have fucking insurance that's dope oh you got a house that's dope and i'm like living i was living at my parents house and shit yeah. you know what i mean and like oh, shit. all you that stuff here. adds up it just it just distracts you and makes you feel it, it that's the part i'm talking about that feeling can and i understand how it fucking steers people away from just mm-hmm. committing to shit because they're like well maybe what they're doing is right maybe i should go figure out my nine to five right. situation and maybe i should do that right. because i get everything i need and i'm good for fucking it's 60 crazy years. bro sucks it's crazy bro sucks <laughs> but it's but it's real yeah it's just real and it's self-motivation yeah shit starts right there because anybody can tell you all that shit all day you know what I'm saying? You can watch motivation videos. You can go to church. You can go to the mosque. You can go wherever the fuck you want to go. Mm-hmm. But it's literally about you physically being like, damn. Like, I ain't gonna lie. The other day, I was like, damn, man, I ain't work out in a minute. Yeah. And I'm like, nigga, you in a Holiday Inn right now with a free gym. Get your black ass up and go work out. <laughs> like, seriously, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. go run and just go do something like yeah. 30 minutes, Anything. bro. It ain't, it ain't deep. Like, yeah. But I'm like, small shit like that, because we get so accustomed to, first thing we do when we wake up, bang, right on the phone who I miss a text from, mm. who I miss a whatever from, what did I miss? And it's like, this is the funny irony of what I get about this. I had to make myself do this shit. You wake up in the morning and you're looking backwards. Yeah, what did I miss? That's some crazy shit. That's hilarious. 
That's some like funny psychotic shit to me though. When I thought about that, bro, I really thought about that like damn. You literally look back on purpose on some like <laughs> I went to sleep, I prayed that this thing would change, or I prayed that I would tomorrow be better or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. And you really wake up and be like, first thing, you don't even get up and go pee nowadays. Motherfuckers, first thing, they because they shit is right next to them now. Right. Or it's on the charger over next over the, across the bed. Yeah. But it's like the first thing you do is uh, Instagram, text message, you know, whatever. Right. And it's like, yo, my nigga, you just started you, your you, day. You just went a whole shit. eight hours backwards into it. Now you feel the same way you did because now that person probably responded to your text. Mm. Probably like, well, fuck you too. Now right. you're like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're angry now. <laughs> whole day yeah. is mad. And you probably stayed up late trying trying to cool down. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, bro, I, I put that in my mind now because it's like, of course you're going to look at it, but doing something different. Like, yeah, trying to shift it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Get up and go work out first mm-hmm. or get up and go, I don't know, right. cook or yeah. something. But it's like, go back to that shit later because at least you'll, st- you'll keep yourself in that positive shit like, all right, I got to move forward. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Yeah, totally. God damn. So, what about you, man? What about me? <laughs> ask you some damn questions for a second. How did your ass get started on this shit? <laughs> the, With video like this? Uh, like doing this podcast stuff? Shit? No, no, man. Oh, and just creating? What the hell made you pick up a camera? Skateboarding, I think. Probably. I mean, earlier than that, it was just like seeing... I don't know. See, I don't really know what it was. I know my dad had like some sort of like VHS camera at mm-hmm. our house or whatever. So I just always I had it. Like mm-hmm. he would film like the holiday party or whatever, right. and, you know, a family get together and shit. And and then I think it would just be there so I get to do it and I'd see what a Zoom does and I'm like, that's fucking incredible. And then you just, you know what I mean? Like, and I would just film shit. And like, none of it made sense. When I was a kid, we started making movies. Yeah. None of it made sense. I don't know where the footage is. I don't know what we did. I don't think we knew how to edit. So we were just shooting <laughs> movies. Yeah. But like, I don't know. But then when I got into like skating and shit, like I was like, oh, cool. We out documenting this and then making edits. And like, I'd start learning that way. Right. And then with music, like we need shit for our music. So I do that. And then I don't know. It just all kind of like blended. Mm-hmm. But uh, I talk about it in my book. So ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I actually just did a podcast. Um, I had my friend Andrew who did Chris Brown's doc. I had yeah. him interview me. Because people dope. be asking me that question a lot. So I'm like, all right, maybe I could just lay it out. And I did some, you know, I just had him walk me through a lot of it. So it was cool okay. thinking about that shit because it's actually crazy to like how I got to where I am now or whatever. And I'm still like at the very beginning right. stages, you know. So, mm-hmm. but it's cool to see like all this shit I've done to get to this point. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's crazy. I heard a little bit. I think I did hear a little bit. Matter of fact, yeah, I saw the clip. I saw the clip of that. Did you post it on Instagram? Yeah, probably. I think I, I, yeah, I posted a yeah, snippet of it. I did see that, bro. I saw the clip of that. I got to see the whole th- Is there a whole Yeah, I'll send shit? you a link. Okay, yeah. When you're bored on your flight, you can download it. How long is it? It's like an hour. Come on with your damn. Two hours? CNN ass. No, that's what these are. These no, are no, no, 43 minutes, no, bro. No, that's dope. Seriously, I fuck with it. Don't get me to it. Yeah, I mean, we could do... We My first podcast, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I did a mm-hmm. three-hour long podcast with my friend Justin. And that shit could have easily been an hour and a half, but I was so nervous that I was like, am I doing it right? I had a whole list of questions. I all this shit. And I'm just... We were talking about him working at a goddamn... At a gym, cleaning out locker rooms for like 15 or 25 three minutes. Three hours. I was like, Why don't we just talk about this gym shit for 15, 20 minutes? Like, three hours hours bro but yo you know what y'all were high or drunk no my this was totally sober me just mad nervous about doing a podcast but when i got into (laughs) podcasts i remember i was listening when i was living i lived on a couch at my friend's house off sunset and he had this like this room little den thing that i put Mm -hmm. like sheets on the window so no one could see me and shit and so that was my space 
and I was like doing tax shit and I was separating all my re- receipts and stuff and um I was listening to a podcast and I hadn't just started listening to him but I I had a it was a Kid Cudi podcast on Joe Rogan I feel like mm-hmm. and I listened to Cudi's podcast and it was because I'm a huge fan of him mm-hmm. three hours or some shit and I was so blown away that someone and I listened to all of it and I absorbed all his was there was always something important to talk about for three hours uh-huh. where mine was like we're talking about working at a gym sometimes with this dude and right. just like off track but that shit like you can learn a lot of shit from these things you yeah. know what I mean it's the same as like, oh, yeah. but I absorb these easier than I do reading books because I'm a slow reader you know what I mean it's tough for me to do that shit mm. so, I, don't, I, don't like, I don't like reading that much either but I, it's funny because a few years ago I just literally had to like force myself like on planes and shit Yeah, I try to do it then rather than watching movies or text too much because mm-hmm. I like try to like just simulate my brain you know what I'm saying like on some like just mental shit because right. it's so weird. every day I do that on the phone or computer or yeah, yeah. so I'm just like damn let me just literally like let me look at words right like you know what I'm saying like nah, for real yeah, like look at words and so you fuck around and forget how to spell right. my friend just got this uh, he just did this book I'm gonna have him on the podcast he goes mm-hmm. he's a street artist and he goes by Morley okay and so he's out of LA but um he used to direct and do indie features and shit like that. And so he's just really, really good at writing. So he has this character that he created and goes around LA and he puts up like these posters. I'll show you the book, but he puts up these posters where it's like a picture. You see his silhouette, like he just wrote this on the wall and it'll just have like a phrase or some meaningful thing that in his idea is that if he could have someone see that within like before it gets taken down off of wherever he puts it up, like maybe four people, the message will get to that day. You know what I mean? It's like little messages for different people. So it doesn't, and, uh, but like I just finally got his book and I just started cracking up and reading it and I'm just sitting there like I didn't it wasn't very long I, it was 20 minutes maybe I was sitting mm-hmm. there but it's just it's like out of different a way to absorb content you know what I mean obviously yeah. I just I think maybe I'm so tight into my computer my phone yeah. for work that I don't have any extra luxury time to do it but yeah on a plane and shit like yep it's best, best times man that's the best times I mean and there are always there's always a time that we just don't pay attention to though mm-hmm. like real shit like cause we do shit so much every day and I just feel like those times though that like, we're really not doing nothing and we're on the phone right I'm starting to slowly get myself better at like doing something else right like I, like, I try to tell myself that you know what I'm saying cause it's like my kids I'm always with my kids about that I'm like yo mm-hmm. go the fuck outside yeah like y'all I know you're in school but yo go you know what right. I'm saying go enjoy outside yeah and I get it. It's like, damn, shit's just addictive. You know Man. what I'm saying? Or, or just whatever the computer. Anything electronic is just addictive because it's a, it's a pleasurable thing for us as a human being. Yeah. To literally command, in a sense. And it, and it's controlling and us it, too. Like I mean, it's instant stimulation. Like you're instantly absorbed. There's so yep. our ability to multitask at this point is so fucking incredible. And I noticed it. I honestly noticed it a lot when we were in South Africa and India. Okay. You didn't go to India. Yeah, I was in India. Oh, yeah, you were in India. So when we were driving. I got locked up, remember? Oh, man. Oh, we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah I got Oh, yeah, talk about that. But Shit, I don't care. before we do, my, my, just to finish my note, mm-hmm. driving, I think the first, I think we, I don't remember when we got there at nighttime, but whatever. We're driving and we're going through the little town to get to the castle thing that the mm-hmm. show was at. Right. And just sitting in the car and I'm like looking out and I'm just seeing the surroundings, man. And it's like, you know, very, very like poor and yeah. very like, like you see the dude doing a barbershop, but his barbershop is just two poles with like a shitty tarp on top of it. And he's just doing his normal every day. He comes to mm-hmm. that. That's his business in that spot where he's cutting people's hair and shit. Right. And then you just see people that are just sitting there and they're just sitting there chilling, staring, whatever. And I mean, there's so much, so many people, but like mm-hmm. as you're driving through and I'm just thinking like, fuck, like I just, that guy's just literally sitting on the stairs staring. 
And I'm like, I don't know when the last time I had time to do that was. Yeah. And I, then I'm thinking like, we've created this way, this way to just be so involved in so much shit at once that we don't have time like that. And I, I know that we have luxuries that they don't have. Right. But it's just crazy to see people sit idle. And I'm just like, man, they, is that every day? That guy's just kicking it in that spot every yeah. day? Like, Oh my fuck. God. This is... This is crazy you say that, bro. I, I told every fucking body when I came back home. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, bro, I was like, I just came from somewhere where half y'all would not survive. Nope. Just on some, like, if you see it. Yep. Like, you know you'll be cool, but you just don't want to be there. Mm-mm. I was like, dog, but I respected that shit because, to be real with you, bro, to, the fact that these people are growing up in that, they're used to that super used. like they I might mean, not even, and to be real i don't think there's a thing of they want to be here they want to be like other than the ones that are like oh my god i want to start a business right something i want the american dream yeah, yeah right but it's like the day-to-day don't give a fuck about the internet and seeing fucking paris or not paris Hilton. we said that well, right. paris Hilton too, shit. the gender but, yeah i know yeah. but not right now relevant to now kim kardashian whoever it is on the, on right. the magazines and shit yeah. like if you aren't paying attention to that shit, you don't understand that that's like a desirable thing. Those people there, they're they're just doing life. Like that's yeah. literally their life. There's, it Seriously, might not bro. even be bad. Like there's that's kids sitting in the corners picking at shit in the rocks. Remember that shit? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like, bro. They're not. That's I don't think that's like a problem. People are building the stage and shit in barefoot, like climbing scaffolding with no protection. Motherfuckers is holding this shit. Man, two people on the side holding the damn that's thing. That's crazy. So that's a whole other way to look at it. Like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That shit just was pretty nuts to me. That's but got, also, you got arrested not for like a quick minute in Dubai. I got arrested. Yeah, I got arrested. I landed. I knew I was targeted because I was the only black first person that landed first. There like I was, I was out first before everybody got the plane. Were I was you? like, yeah. I was the first, literally the first dark one. Damn. Dreads and shit in my yeah. hoodie. I said, I saw one guy walk by. It's here he shit. comes. Here he up. Get his ass. Dude walk He's by. He's trying to enjoy our sand dunes out here. Sand dunes. <laughs> He's on he to ride by. the four-wheeler. I said, oh, fuck, this him. <laughs> Real shit. I saw him walk by. He looked right at me, bro. I was like. Where okay. were you going? Were you out by baggage claim? Or were you? No, we were just right at customs. You were? Right at customs. I went through. The guy that walked by, I went through, and then he came back, right? Oh, I said, all right, whatever. Fucker. I said, fucker. Cool. Get my, I go through this one. Soon as I fucking go through there, another little motherfucker comes out of nowhere like, pew, like, can I see your back? I was like, huh? All right, whatever, cool. It was like a movie. Like, that shit was like, dude walked by. Soon as I seen him walk by, oh, thank you. Casing you. Pew, another one. Boom. Like, they knew I was, you know, whatever. He's going down no, aisle number four. Yep. Get him at, get yep. him as soon as he goes through. Okay. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. You know they were. Bro, they got they, me. As soon as you went, we, I didn't even know you were gone. You disappeared that quick. Mm-hmm. But then everyone, everyone that was black, pretty much. He's the guy t- taking over for a second. Everyone's bags were open. All their Got shit pulled. was on the ground. That was pretty crazy to witness. I totally forgot about that. See? Discrimination shit is finest. Yeah. But then on sure. top of that, so now I'm, they, dude catches me or um, he takes me out. Yeah. He goes, anything in the bag? I go, no. He catches Real me. shit. <laughs> I said, I'm, I said, no, bro. I'm thinking there's really nothing in the fucking bag. Yeah. I'm like, Nah. I threw it, I'm straight. Nigga, I opened the bag. I mean, he opens the bag. Shit was like, just, just right <laughs> off. <laughs> big, big. It was just a pack on top. Like, as soon as you open the flat, bro, it was right there. My dumb ass. What I didn't do was throw the weed out because before we left, because I woke up late. <laughs> 
and yeah. I was rushing, and I just put all my shit in the bag. Right. And I was, I didn't think. Like yeah. I was like, all right, I'll throw it out when I get to the airport to trash or something. Yeah. But we were rushing, and I was like, oh shit, bro. When they took that shit, that is the corny part. Dude that took it, he goes. So I thought you said there was nothing in the back. No, nigga, none in the back. I didn't know it was there. Yeah. Okay. He goes, tries to be a smart ass, puts his hand in his pocket and goes, it's okay, look. Pulls his hand out and has a, a weed wrist thing on, right? Like a little wristband what? thing. So I go, I was like, so you smoke? I'm thinking this shit about to get, you know, yeah, get you good. It's cool. He goes, yeah, but not on, not on, not on job. So oh, shit. All right, whatever. I was like, you can throw that out. <laughs> Fuck. Hey man, you, you remember that weed you found from my brother? You, throw you that, that out. He was like, "No, no, no, hold on a second He's like, "He said, don't worry though, but you're okay. You're okay. Don't worry." I was like, "All right, cool." I, well, I'm still hype. Another dude comes over. He's like, "All right, let's give me. Get your, let's go get your bag now. Nothing in the bag, of course. But let's go get your bag, bro. Long story short, they take me in the back and literally ball strip me. Like, all I had on was my drawers." Damn. Just my underwear, cuz. No exaggeration. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling y'all motherfuckers real shit. I told hey, you we gonna have point, a real one. By this point, we're all on the bus heading to yeah, the, yeah. the fucking nicest. Nicest hotel. time of your life. Oh, and I'm getting my boots. ass my ass played with. These oh. motherfuckers just like, dude, he yo, bro, he really like had to go down my pants because he's like, you know, people smuggle shit. Yeah, for sure. He didn't touch me or anywhere, but he just like oh my shit. Yeah. Turn around, look yeah. at my shit. I was like, I put my clothes on. I told him straight up, I was like. I'm letting y'all know right now. I was like, y'all didn't have to do all that for this. I was like, I, I seriously feel very violated. Like, seriously. Yeah. They were just looking at me. I said, this is fucking crazy, yo. Long story short, now we go to the other room. Fucking other officer dude takes me in the back. <laughs> Real shit. Now, this is some other shit. He takes me in the back to smoke some Indian tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, yeah, are you I getting You told me that. You understanding this shit? So, so what? What? How many? How much time has passed in this? What? Like you've been there for like an hour? Oh, I've been at the airport. I was at the airport for three hours, two three, hours. Okay. Yeah, easily. And, and so this dude is just like, yo, come smoke this fucking Bro, Indian he, tobacco. They did all the hand shit, prints, whatever. He's like, you ever have Indian tobacco? I said, no. Why are we talking about Indian tobacco right now, bro? I'm about to go to jail. But y'all said I wasn't going to go to. Yeah. Okay. Well, come, come, come to the back. He's like, he's like, he's like it's, it's better than marijuana. I was like, what? what now, my head, fuck? listen, I'm being real with you. know me. I'm a, I'm a pothead. So yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, let me see what this is about. We go to the back. We smoke. I'd be nervous as fuck. I'm like, you trying to set that's my what I, And I said that to both of them. I said, I said, bro, is there anything in this? He's like, no, no, no. He's laughing. Yeah. So he, he, I hit the shit. Two, three pulls. B, I felt like I hit every blunt in America <laughs> for there's like two, three minutes, bro. Cause I swear to God, I was like, where the fuck am oh, I? Oh, shit. And they both was laughing. So I'm like, and I asked him again. I was like, is there something in this? Yeah. He was like, no, 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 nothing in it. Cool. We go out to go talk to the sergeant dude or whoever. <laughs> bro, I'm stumbling. <laughs> Now, meanwhile, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, damn, did he just set me up to go talk to this dude? Yeah, get me looking fucked up. Man, I drunk like the bottle of water in about three seconds. <laughs> no no exaggeration, dog. Now, that's over. We go to the I jail. I love their version of the story. Like They're like, this guy was in the back room for an hour and a half sucking on this bottle of water. It took him an hour and a half to drink Bro. it. <laughs> then we go to, but we go to jail after that, and that was real. So then the dude took you to jail? Yeah, went to jail, and I was there until like, 
2 p.m. something like that. 1 or 2 p.m. The next day. Next day. Fuck. I was up. supposed to get out at like 9 in the morning. And we just did like a nine hour flight. Oh, yeah. Nine I hour just flight. Land, I just landed. Landed and went straight to a. I ain't getting no. no in a cell, it was just nothing but concrete and they give you two covers. Damn. You didn't get no no jaw and lay on. You just get two two blankets. And I was in there with some little skinny dude. The, the food was fucking some type of white cream with panini bread. That's it. Like what you dip the, the bread fuck? into it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you gotta ask them every time for water. Like shit was scary, bro. Dubai was lit. But they people was walking around like their detectives look like regular ass niggas. Like just walking around like. What's up? Regular. Yeah. Asked me did I want a cigarette. I was like, what is this? Yeah, why are you guys being so nice about that shit? Be nice and let me out. Hospitality, yeah. God damn it. But it was cool though, man. I, I, was, I was grateful to get out. And that was an experience, bro. That was that was the one. I only got locked up one more time in Phoenix for that. And I had like an eighth. This was like before. This was in Wiz days. Oh, word. So going home in a red eye and got locked up for an eighth. Damn. Yeah, I got, I got, yeah I've, I've been through it. <laughs> I've been through it. But then you got out. We were all happy to see you. I was happy to see you I think just in time... To go forward or where? Where did I? I, think I could, no, I didn't make that. Oh, you missed that. Yeah, too. I missed that. Fuck. Too. I missed everything, bro. Man, yeah, I missed no good steak though. I had some good steak yeah. at that fucking at the twenty eight steakhouses that was in the hotel. They said that was the tallest five star uh, hotel in the world that we stayed at. I'm going there again. I'm going by myself. Sure with my lady. Dope. I have to. I told her I was like, she loves steak and yo. bacon. And yo, you <laughs> you guys got to go out and do the whole four wheeling fucking yeah. ride camels. I want to. That I want. I want to see the shit though. Like yeah, you got the light show. One, huh? The water shows they got, bro, they got shit out there. I know. And we didn't get time. We had time to see that. I wanted to go see that shit. Like the real, like. Man, they play dress. That shit's crazy. Cool. I love them. But you know what, though? It's funny. They kept my weed, of course. I was like, are y'all going to smoke this? Right. Or can I get it back? Because he was like, yeah. this is the evidence. He's like, no, we need this for when you come back. So we know that this is, you know, we can, <laughs> we can match it. It's, what fuck the fuck are y'all so give me half and then when I come back I'll link it together let me get a dime yeah. give me a dime out of this god damn but you know God is great man I got out on time man what you know to do the show you know what was she talking about yeah you did uh, man so when did you start working with Jay man Jay was uh mm-hmm. let's see Jay was like my first show I did with him with him was the iHeart Festival show Okay. This was like years ago when they did, it was at MGM Grand. Okay, word. Um, shit was amazing. Didn't get, didn't stay on because he already had a drummer. I just filled in. Oh, really? Um, so my first tour with him was the 444 tour. Oh, dope. First, the first tour, bro. And he remembered me, which was dope to me because, you know, you leave an impression. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I left an impression. Yeah. Like when I was there, I let that motherfucker know. Mm-hmm. I'm here because I'm right behind you. I got you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm right here. I'm right here, nigga. Like, yeah. there ain't no orchestra behind you. It's me. Yeah. And you once, you, once you turn around, I'm right here. You're like, yo, I got really good at hacking since I last saw you. And now I'm in your <laughs> in years, bro. So I'm going to talk to you the whole show. The whole Trust show. Me. I'm on you. Jay, you good? Yeah. You good, Jay? You good? My name is AJ. <laughs> hey, Jay. <laughs> Jay, do you're killing it out there, bro. I'm right. What? Look back here. Look back here. Can you see me, bro? Can you see me? Hey, you're killing it out you're there, bro. Kill- <laughs> Shut up. You killing it. Bam, bam, bam. Right. You're adding your own horns and shit. No, I, no, it's, it's uh, that was a great tour, though, bro. Like, I ain't gonna lie, that was a great tour because that's that was my Jay's my he was my number one hip hop artist to play for. Wow. That's why it's funny because when you said on your interview about you know you you didn't think you can get any bigger than was it Kendrick? Yeah, Kendrick. And and you're like, boom, what the fuck? I like, like, I'm here. Yeah, right. Same with me. I was like, 
Okay, I'm playing for Jay. Did the 444. Oh, shit. Thanks, Omar. Good looking out. Yo, uh, J&B doing an OTR tour. What? When? Mm-hmm. Next month. What the fuck? Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like It was just like, just, it's, 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 that's it. Yeah, they fucked with and you. And now it's like, to me, the furthest I can go in this being real is like some country shit. You would do some country shit next? What? I would play some country rock dope ass shit that I know the business is right as well. Yeah, the money's there. I think. And that's where I'm at. Yeah. But uh, hip hop, no. You've done it all. I don't want to I don't want to go anywhere. Right. When I played with Wiz, Man, I was you play with everybody bro, though. I was one of the first drummers to play for to play trap music. That's crazy. No exaggeration. I'm not I'm not lying. Wiz was one of the first people to have a band that was a trap artist. Hmm. And motherfuckers was like, what? What tour was that? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. He did one with, with Mac Miller. He did one with Mac. He did one with, uh, what's the what's the band name? It was the Boys of Summer tour. Uh, That's the one you were on? I was on all of them. Oh, you were? Like on oh, okay, a lot of tours. I was on like four with him. Right. Yeah, but... But Omar, so Omar was your assist to the J show. Yep, shout out to Omar Edwards. He, he he was the one that put me on. And how'd you meet Omar? And Church. for people who don't know who Omar is, what is Omar's role with Jay? Yep, Omar is uh, his musical director, Rihanna's musical musical director. Uh, Common, he used to be Common's musical director. I met, Actually, that's I met him in church, mm. period, in Philly. Really? Yep. Is he from Philly? Omar's from Philadelphia. Shit. Yep. Him and that beard. Him and his beard's from Philadelphia. Yeah, right. And we, uh, church, and then it's funny, he put me on Common. Mm-hmm. Came out here to audition. He was like, "Bro, listen, don't worry about that. You got it. Yeah, <laughs> like, we don't need you to do that. Don't even, don't even, whatever." So I just wanted you to see LA a little yeah, bit more. Just come on, hang out. With <laughs> yeah, him. please. So we, that was it. And then from there, he he always said he wanted me to be with Jay. Yeah, he always said that the same thing with me, man. So Damn. shout out to O, man. Omar is the man. That's crazy. Period. But it is kind of weird, right? Like you have your hit list of who you who you fuck with, and once you like get there, which oh, first is just crazy to think that you got there. Mm-hmm. But that's cool. That's tight that you could like. I to me, I'm like, I just do. I really want to keep touring a bunch. Like it's no, it freezes I'm my done. life. You know what I mean? Listen, only thing I'm doing next, and this is no exaggeration. Only tour I would do next would be Cardi B. Oof. And the only reason why, because I've played. Damn, I forgot to say her too. I played with Cardi. Oh, you did? ASAP Ferg. All these Joey Badass. See how it keeps Joey, coming out yeah, now? That's my guy, Joey. Yeah, I remember you talking yeah. about Joey before. That's tight. Um, but I'm like Cardi on a strength up because I'm on. Of course, the next big thing. Right. She's the next and now big thing. Fuck yeah. So it's like, I already played for her. I did some some drums, you know, some sessions for her. Right. Cool. I'm, that's where I would go. Right. If it ain't Jay, I'm not going backwards. No offense to any other hip hop artists, but I'm not going that route. Yeah, Because yeah. the business isn't right. Right. And they don't respect You did this. it at the pinnacle level. Like, like I'm cool, bro. Yeah. I'm cool. I rather, I'm staying with my kids. And, I, and this is where I want to do now. Production, movie scores. Yo, if you need stuff for your stuff, yeah, you know what I'm saying, like right. some music background, like bro, like this is where I'm at. Like, it's time to just move forward because now I've finally accomplished being with him, right? And and through him, fucking playing with her, right? That's crazy. Yeah, that's too much of a just like, all right, bro, you're you're moving in some type of good energy form, right? Stay on that path because it's like, all right, Jay, stop working. Now what you gonna do, right? And that's like how it is now. Yeah, I don't know when the next time he's going out, right? But if B goes out, I can't go with her because I'm not in her band. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? So, right. So on, on on the 444 tour, you were the only drummer? Mm-hmm. And then for this OTR2 tour, for people who don't know, you were double drumming yeah, with Joy. With Joy. Joy Williams. Yeah. Shout out to Joy Williams. Beast. Headquarters. Which was yeah. cool because, you know, Jay's band was all all the dudes and then B yep. had an all-female band. All females. She but, had, she had, well, she had dudes too because she had the horns. Remember oh, she yeah, had the right. Horns? That was from yeah. Coachella. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. But before that, she had all-females. Right. It was all-females. Yeah. yeah. So, damn, I forgot you didn't do Coachella because I've been mm-hmm. with her since like literally like, I mean, it started like last year this time, so. I did Cardi in Coachella. Uh, see that's what i'm saying it's shit's funny bro how this energy just be like swerving it's like wow how like how was i what yeah you know what i'm saying the year before that i was with joey that's he did Coachella. So that's why i'm like shit just be people you, you got to pay attention to your shit man like to you my dad always said pay attention to details it's fuck yeah and i had to understand that literally i was like nigga details is everywhere everywhere <laughs> like, literally but that's what it means i was uh i was trying i'm trying to pull something up on my computer I don't think I'm gonna be able to find it, and now I just lost it. What I was actually Black looking for in the no first cream. place. You like that name? What? That Black, Black cream? Yeah. yeah. Do you drink coffee? No, but I, I mean, yeah, I do. Not like on a regular, but I drink it in right. rehearsals. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I. Be wearing, I'll be wearing them out in rehearsals. It's the only thing that keeps me alive. What was I looking for? Damn. Oh, Ashani. Did you know Ashani? Joey's photographer. I'm trying uh, to think if it was the same tour that you would have been on, because I toured with Joey with Schoolboy Q. That was Blank Face Tour, but he didn't have a band. No, no. You don't know Shani? No. He was doing photos for him. Short? Kind of short? Yeah, shorter. His shaved head. Yeah. He was like, he was like my he was, third guest. He was kind of his guest. manager. Nah, black? Dark black or brown? Like No, black the dame, black the dude that manages Joey? Mm-hmm. No. Then, who are you talking about? Shani, I thought, was actually the... I remember some guy named Shani... That was like his manager or something. Mm-mm. This dude was doing photos for him. But it might have happened after okay. you had done the tour. Anyway, man, this has been a fucking, this is a, this is a story right here. Uh, I think, um, I don't know. I don't even know what to talk to you about. Oh, yeah. I'm po- I po- So I posted some pictures in the the my community so that people could ask you questions. Um, right now? Yeah, like I let them ask questions to my guests at oh, the yeah. end of the shit. But I posted a couple photos, um, and I posted the one photo of you guys in front of the Puma Jet. Mm-hmm. So during the tour, you guys had to leave. You guys went back to L.A. Is that uh, what the is North that what, Carolina? It was North, North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. But was that for a funeral? Yeah. So is that were you guys? Was that a group that you guys had started? I, I never understood the full thing. I didn't want to bother people with it. But was it a, a, like a band or something that you guys had started and someone passed away? Well, not I'm not in that band, but it was the the band is called Fifteen Hundred or Nothing. Right. Uh, my homie Q and Damo and uh, Gape, they're like they're in it. Yeah. Um, but a drummer that was a part of the group passed away in his sleep or something like that. Damn. Um, rest in peace, uh, Carlos. But he passed away, so that's so. You know, we had we wanted to go to the funeral, right? Pay respects, and Jay literally was like, "Take the jet." Damn. And to me, bro, it's stuff like that, man, is like shit that's unsaid. You know what I'm saying? Shit that's unheard and shit that's unseen. Like we, some of us posted it, some of the shots, whatever. But it was like just a crazy moment. Like our homie passed, and we love him to death. And then on the other hand, our boss is like, "Well, I get it." You know what I'm saying? I understand. And we're working. There was literally a show like the next, like I think you had that the, day. the funeral and then you had to fly back to get to yeah, the show. show was that day. And you guys were a majority of the band that was gone. Mm-hmm. So it was like, yeah. We're the, we were the majority, of the, yeah. The, we were actually Jay's band. Yeah. That's gone. Right. So it was like, we had to fly there, went to the funeral, 
pay respects and flew right back. That's crazy. And it was amazing though because we got to really show respect. You know what I'm saying? Like we was on tour working in another state and our boss was like, no, this is the type of man I am. Right. You know what I'm saying? I know that was y'all homie. Yeah. And y'all y'all should be there. So God gave me the you know, luxury to make stuff like this happen. Right. We ain't got to go to Southwest or American or whatever. Yeah. Take this two hour flight for free with some good luxury. Yeah. Come right back. Go back to work. Like, it was just amazing, bro. Like, it was amazing. Yeah. We cried on the plane. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was crazy. Like, we, it was just some real moments in that. And I think, shout out to J1, man. But right. it, it was a huge level of respect that i had for him after that right i already had respect for him but it's like yeah what it takes it to another like, come level on, dog like yeah. don't come on bro like now i'm about to now i'm about to be saying hi and stopping you every time you talk you know what i'm saying like yeah. now i'm about to be in your face like yeah. hey man what you doing you, yeah. you about to go about like because he made me feel like damn this is like my old head that was just like here man go ahead mm-hmm. take, take take my buick right you know what i'm saying yeah, like exactly so yeah, it was it was a blessing, bro. That's pretty blessing. incredible. What's what's been your like most standout moment? I think in in this game of at least drumming, because I want to talk about what you're getting into musically yourself mm-hmm. now. But when you perform with all these different artists and shit, is there any standout moments for you? Like any outside of things like that mm-hmm. that stick out to you? Uh, Wiz one time shouted out my album. Oh really? Yeah, my first album called Timeless, which you guys can grab. It's out everywhere. There you go. But um, it was like some rock shit. You know what I'm saying? Some alternative dope shit. And Wiz shouted out like he literally was rolling up and he just was like, I was like, Yo, bro, you mind giving me a little, little shout out? He was like, Yeah, yeah, bro. That's dope. And to me, that was um, that was just dope. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm not. I don't care about celebrities. Like, I don't think they're celebrities. I think they're human beings. They're not celebrities to me. Right. And it was just dope that he took the time to do that yeah and to actually just say yes i'll do it right that was a moment uh me actually we had a lot of moments with him that we, like that's just funny bro yeah, he's funny sure. as shit yeah but we um what else oh man i was going home and this is just on some real shit i was going home for my son my son had heart surgery oh shit uh he was like just born bro and he, we knew he was gonna have it. They just, we just didn't know when. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I was rehearsing with Puff over here, and he, I had to leave. And he just called everybody around in the circle. And was like, "Yo, come on, let's let's pray for his son." Oh, you know that's what I'm saying? dope. And that shit, I reminded him when I came back for the reunion tour. I was like, "Yo, you remember you? You probably remember." I was like, "But you prayed for my son. Like you stopped everybody and told everybody to gather around and pray for my son." Like I was like, "Today, this little motherfucker, this is who he is now." He's yeah. like, "Yo, that's crazy." Like. So to me, that was huge. Yeah. That all these people think this person is that way, and he's mm-hmm. totally opposite though, because right. he has a family. Yeah. He's just, you see how he is, you right. know what I'm saying? But it's like that was a great moment. Pharrell, meeting Pharrell, he's my favorite producer mm-hmm. and what, like favorite artist at the time. I met him and was like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like random call. I'm in the van. Yo, uh, yo, Pharrell, I mean, Pharrell looking for a band for N.E.R.D. I was like, what? Fuck yeah. yeah. And I was listening to that shit in school. So I was right. like, this is like a dream come true. Right. That was literally probably one of the most highlights moments of my life because I actually got to meet him. Yeah. And it was just so natural and chill and simple. And you know what I'm saying? That's like we crazy. talked regularly. We talked in South Africa. Yeah. Like we just regular shit. Right. Was that, um, um did you do the N.E.R.D. thing? Like, um. <laughs> 
when was that like over a year ago no i didn't play in the last the new shit yeah right that yeah. they did that okay actually i, I did Adicon. Is that what it's called? It was like Adidas, something that they did for Adidas. Yeah, because I, I remember he, he performed at um, the halftime or something for... I didn't do that. You didn't do I that I did one. the show be, that night before. Got it, got it. Because they already had like... I think it was the, sh- the I think it was too small. Yeah. The stage or something was too small for like two drummers. Right. So... That makes sense. I was like, it's cool. Man, that's crazy. Those are some dope moments. Some zillion, highlights. So I got a zillion moments, bro. Yo, check that book out. Right. It's a lot in there, yo. Have you thought about doing uh, like teaching, like find a way to teach people? that are interested in doing what you're doing um i did want to do like consultations and stuff like that um like i said i don't i've never taken lessons so i can't really give anybody lessons as far as drumming but i can always give lessons as far as like mentality and and the physicality of playing the drums and and learning how to hear and listen and how to feel and shit like that but yeah that's that's easy for me to do honestly you know what that's why that's interesting to me because to me What's funny is like, yo, I can't teach lessons because I don't know how to read the music or, mm-hmm. or write music that way. Mm-hmm. But you learn a different way, which I feel like a lot of people, like I took drum lessons at my seventh, sixth grade, I think you can join band or whatever at my mm-hmm. school. I took drum lessons and I remember I walked in and the dude was trying to teach me how to read the, the music and mm-hmm. I had to just do like a, like I was like tapping the drumstick and he was like, don't hit my hand. Like when you bring it up, I want you to come back down, but don't touch my hand. Like I just make it bounce. And like I kept hitting his hand. He's like, you gotta not hit my hand. And he's like, you gotta read the music. And he kept saying, I'm like, this don't make, this isn't fucking fun. <laughs> yeah. This is not fun. But then I taught myself how to play the drums. I played drums a fuck ton. I played drums through in like multiple bands. We toured the US in like a dope. band. That's dope. But like I learned that way. So I feel like there is a world of teaching with music and mm-hmm. a world with teaching through vibes and, and understanding of rhythm yep. and shit like that, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, that's Easily. dope. I, I definitely think that, man. That's, I mean, that's shit. I would have killed for a teacher like you versus a teacher like that dude, even though like shout out to that guy, he teaches real music, like how to do it that way. Yeah. But that's just, I couldn't learn that. It's just, you know what I mean? Like I also struggle reading. Shit. So it's the same thing. Like if I can barely read these fucking books, how am I supposed to read this fucking exactly. scribbling? Like, exactly. Scribbling. That's you know exactly what, I mean? what it looks like. Doesn't right. make sense. It's real, bro. But I can sit here and do this shit all day to a guitar. Like let yeah. me, you know what I mean? I like, can mimic or I can figure out or I can, mm-hmm. yeah, that's totally going to say I think it's better that way on the low because it's like any other. It's like anything else. Something that you want to, le- something that you want, you'll go learn about, right? Or you'll go see about, or whatever. Somehow, like, yeah. So I feel like I always felt like music is music, man. Right. Like, yes, you can be taught music, you know, uh, the- like you know, theoretically. Mm. But no, I mean, it's in everyone because everyone listens to the radio, right? You know what I'm saying? Everyone has their favorite song. Yeah. So music is in everyone. It's it's nothing for sure. It's just the fact of. Just like you rehearse or you practice or you study or whatever the fuck you do to get that one thing right, same thing. Now, yeah. you might not be as good as the other person that you love. Right. Or you may be, but mm-hmm. you, everyone has the opportunity to do every fucking thing, yo. And music, I think, is one of the easiest things to do and to learn because we all have it. It's so yeah. natural. It's like, it ain't, it ain't that hard. Right. Now, it, yeah, like you said, the scribbling shit, I don't want to see that shit. Like... We're built to walk, bro. We're supposed to have rhythm. One foot, two foot, one foot, Come two on, foot. Bro. You know what like, I mean? Like, you're supposed to be able to... That's just in us. Simple. Hmm. Well, I think it's tight how you have... Uh, you had your kids come out on oh, yeah. tour. Always. Which I loved seeing that shit. Always, bro. They always come out on any tour or any show I can get them at to. Like, or get them to. Period. Is it hard to ask for things like that? Like, hard ass? Like, I mean, they were chilling during rehearsals. Like, and I know I have a video that you fucking want. Mm-hmm. Where it's just... But whatever. Who do I talk to about that? Parkway probably, but f- 
who from that though? Wasn't it the little dude with the dreads? Not little mm-hmm. dude. I don't mean to say call him little dude. There's like three people. I'll oh, tell yeah. you. Let me know. Yes. Yeah. I need to find that out. Somebody's got to give me that. But That's there's a video name. that I had, or I had a moment. Mm-hmm. And just watch this moment where your kids are just kicking it. It was so tight because they're just kicking it. They're like sitting. Uh, you have a daughter and a son. Mm-hmm. And like your daughter's just standing behind you and your son's just kicking it like a G on the fucking little drum, the drums, uh, whatever tower thing mm-hmm. that you were on. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like him and Jay. Jay's just like sitting down next to him or something. I remember I that. Think. I remember that. And then uh, and B's there and shit. And the kids are just absorbing it, like watching it. And I'm just like, fuck, man. Like mm-hmm. that's so dope to put them in that just to yeah. be in that world yeah. and Jason they're fist pounding with them yep. and you know what I mean having a blast but what's mm-hmm. that feel like to be able to bring your kids out of the door <coughs> and, and to give them that opportunity to see stuff like that uh fucking amazing yeah because that's all I've ever dreamed of yo I've only I've only dreamed of like my my kids really knowing what dad does mm. real shit like the realest shit I've ever said period bro I always want my kids to know what I do so one I think it's dope that they that they are so fucking humble because they know what I do, but they don't tell their friends. Oh, really? What? Bro, nobody in their school knew, knows what I do. Really? Unless, none of them. And it's funny because their teacher just started coming to me about this shit. Like, he was like, yo, your son played the drums at uh, so-and-so. And he was like, I kind of noticed he wasn't like normal. <laughs> he was like, he was doing shit that like no kid does. Right. And he was like, I just, you know, I asked him. He was like, Does, he was like, who plays drums in your, in your family? He's like, my dad. So when I met him, I told him what I, you know, I played for or whatever. And he was like, whatever. Yeah. But that to me, man, like my kids seeing what I do yeah. is dope because one, it's a motiv- I know it's motivating them, mm-hmm. period. They don't got to tell me that. Right. I know it is because when I saw my dad play drums at church, I was like, man, I'm going to, what the fuck? That's I'm going to play dope. drums everywhere. Yeah. And then I, them to see fucking J and B, like, yeah. Come on, bro. Like, my son every day after that was listening to all Jay shit. I bet. That's why I was like, I posted one joint. I was like, he had it on. He, he was listening to something. I was like, hey. I was like, is that the parental version? Because <laughs> yeah. he was listening to, like, Big Pimpin' or something. Yeah. So, I was like, dog, I know you love to hear it. And I know she loves to hear Beyonce stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I got to They have to see this. Yeah. And this was the best tour for them to see because the, they got to see it from the front. Mm-hmm. And they got to sit in the back with a little bit from, you know, play with me a little bit, but they saw the show. Right. And I think to me, that's, that's it. Cause bro, eight and 11, they're never going to forget that shit. Ever. I, to this day, I remember going to WWF with my, my uncle and dad, I think it was my cousin. And to this day, I don't remember vividly what it was. Like, I can't remember all who was wrestling, but the excitement, But I remember being in this up in the fucking, I, I can see right now. If it could, something could paint from my brain. Yeah, it would be a vision of all fucking flashes and lights, and it was a fucking ring that was blue. It had blue on the bottom. <laughs> I saw a red. I'm dead serious. I saw yeah. a red. A, one of the red joints was red, and the the it was just a bright light on the ring. Yeah, that's what I vividly remember. But I know that feeling. Right, shit's exciting. Like what? To this day, I'm like, yo, I fucking was really at. And then I get older. Playing for Puff at fucking Summer at SummerSlam. Damn. How? Damn. How am I here playing with Puff Daddy at SummerSlam? That's crazy. I think that's what it was. Is it SummerSlam? That's what they call it, right? I think SummerSlam? so. I don't know. I don't play in that fucking world. What's the one? Is one of them SummerSlam is WWE. It's WWF or E. What are them people? Yeah. Them people. But, bro, my kids, I need my kids to see that shit. I think everybody should have their kids see what they do. Because even if it's not... 
what you think is dope. Right. Your kids should see what you do because your kids want to think you're dope as shit. Right. Two, it motivates them to know that at least you're like this is like you're working. Mm-hmm. You're doing something to get. You know what I'm saying? Like you've been you working want. since you were their age. It's fucking crazy. And yo. that's why I'm like, my son. What? I'm like, bro. You about to be a drummer or a ball player? My daughter, she about to be a dancer or a singer. Yeah. My son might actually he might be a rapper. Yeah. Some motherfucker swag is crazy, bro. <laughs> he true, was dope. true swag. Like it was tight. Crazy. He was with everybody, kicking it with everybody backstage. Dancers, everyone, they're fucking Dog. doing dances and shit. Treasures like chilling, pretty little girl mm-hmm. chills, but that little dude be on. You know, what's up, yo? Yeah. What's up, yo? Like exactly everybody like giving ladies hugs. Yeah. I just, but he, his, 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 him. Yeah, his you know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, like, I was like, he went up to Khaled when Khaled got off the uh, golf cart. Yeah. Just performed, got off the gar- golf cart, and I'm holding True hand. True lets my hand go and walks up to him. What's, what's up, up Khaled? <laughs> he was like, what's up, little man? Yeah. I was like, yo, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. But it's dope because I'm not, I'm not putting those I'm not like stopping that no of course Fuck, not go say what's up yeah this is once one yes, shot go say what's up bro yes and tell your homies when you get home y'all say what's up the calendar yeah exactly run your mouth it's cool damn fight man love my kids yeah I hear that um shit alright cool <laughs> let me pull up some of these questions this is great this is a great little f- this is fun well somebody got a question yeah people always got questions this is now yeah like live nah oh. I just I posted like, oh, you did say that, an man. hour before you got here I just let people do it I have like um, the Patreon people and this shit, but I'm gonna see if I I, I know people probably haven't even seen it yet. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, one of my friends tagged another dude in the group, and the other dude just said, "Such a solid drummer." So it wasn't a question. He's just like, "Tight." Thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah, Zach Self. He says, "I think you'll answer this by telling your story, but I'd love to ask you how you got the gig touring globally as a drummer. Did you reach out to the artist? Oh, or did they contact you? That's a good question." Did you have you found yourself ever like uh, trying to get on a tour that you specifically were like, yo, I want this, like I'm gonna start emailing people doing shit like this, or has every tour been kind of just like word of mouth, they know who you are, they're asking your availability? Man, that's dope. Be real with you, it's crazy. Some some people might think this is crazy, but my dad is like my prayer warrior. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I go to my dad about everything, yo, like Jill, Floetry, Pharrell. I went to him like, yo, can you pray for me to get this gig? Like so it might sound crazy, but I feel like, excuse me, I feel like that energy that was put forward from me to him, from him to God or to the universe, I think that's what it really was, one. Hmm. And then two, on the natural realm, I feel like, one, I never really reached out to people for a specific tour, you know what I'm saying, or a specific gig or something like, I used to be like, yo, I'm I'm free, right? I'm chilling, like, and I reach out to people that I know who are in the game, like musical directors or uh, tour managers or something like that. Yeah. And... That's how I usually go about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never really be like, yo, I heard so-and-so's going out. Put, put, put me D. What's up? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't like that because, one, it's just, to me, that's just childish. Right. And you could be stepping on someone else's toes. You know what I'm saying? So, I just be like, I believe in, you know, like I said earlier, like, I believe in what you put out, it comes back. Mm-hmm. And I've always put out good work. I've always put out the honesty and truth of, yo, I'm not working right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not just sitting in it on some like, damn, man, I hope something come. Or something will be here something's right. coming like it's no it's like alright you know what I'm saying I know I've done my deed and my duty and I'm gonna keep reaching out and just saying you know keep my energy out there what's yeah. up how's your family what's up you know so that's all that's dope um would you say I guess we did talk on challenges but 
when you got into, I guess, producing and also rapping, that's what you're, I mean, you're pursuing well, I do quite more often, so right? like, I mean, it's more so just rapping and singing and production. But, yeah. But production in What'd general. you do on Brady shit? Uh, on Brady is more so all production. It was production? Yeah. I sung some hooks and stuff like production that. Production as in, as music. separate music. from producing? Hmm? Is that separate from producing? Oh, you're doing the production. Sorry, production. I'm not thinking. Yeah, the music production. What the fuck am I talking yeah. about? <laughs> but, um, I was like, what the fuck are you saying? Right, what kind of production <laughs> That's what I said. That's what I said. Um, yeah, so production, what were we doing? Like drum like drum machine type shit and like building everything. Like, music that way? All, everything. Really? Bro. I did all the shit. Just, oh, shit. Period. Like sometimes it might be beats I already had or something that we were like revamp or mess with. Yeah. Sometimes we make it from scratch. Right. But yeah, everything was just all musical production. Um I had help from my homie Q, um, and yeah, that's really all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just with my music, it's more so like there's there's no box. Yeah. Period. If you look at my music right here, any of my music from my SoundCloud, which is Boots Green, you can find that everywhere on SoundCloud. Go look it up but right you now. Can, you can look Boots Green up everywhere, honestly. Right. But like all of my music, all of my albums, all of my mixtapes, all of my singles, none of them are the same. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I believe in that because. I'm a musician. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't have no box. I don't believe in, oh, he just, he's a rapper. He's a singer. He's a yeah. rock. Or he's just hip hop. It's like, no. Hell no. Like, I was like, I like everything. Because one, to me, seeing the industry, and it's just me, man. Like, I feel like they, they, they box you. Period. Yeah. Labels, everybody, whatever they are, they box you because it's like, they do want the control. They do want to have whatever they, whatever, they just want the shit to be the way they want it to be. Right. And that's not cool to me because I came up with everything. Mm. My idea is musical. You didn't come up with my musical idea. Right. You didn't grow up with me and my dad taking dr driving trips to South Carolina or DC or, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you didn't do that with me. So you don't know the musicality that I really have in me. Right. You didn't tell Quincy Jones that shit. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you can't do that to an artist. Yeah. And I don't mean artists like singer because people get that mistaken too. An artist is a singer or a rapper. No, an artist is a motherfucker that's... You're an artist. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? It's like... Someone create some shit. Seriously, that's an artist. Like, and I just feel like we don't... I don't know, bro. It's just like... I'm trying to think how, like... To put it in, like, a... Hmm. I don't know. I can't, I can't really get to... No, I hear what you're saying. But, like, bottom line to me is, like... When we as, like, creatives... You know, we reach this one level. You know, we reach this one level of like, all right, it's time to like really step, put the foot pedal to the metal. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the shit just needs to be full pledge. Yeah. Period. Right. Full pledge, like period. Seriously. Right. And I learned that from my dad, and I think we all need that. Mm. You need someone in your life to push your ass. Like, seriously, seriously. No, you need because to have a team. my dad always told me about the labels. He always told me about, yo, this is going to happen. Be careful. Before YouTube and all this and guru, meet, meet and guru and all, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so you have to be prepared for these things. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, because this shit's going to come. Mm -hmm. Like, so I just feel like, you know, I don't know, man. We need that. We need that motivation to keep shit cracking and just keep shit moving because my music is all about not, not, suppressing to shit that's like already here yeah because I'm, i get it like people got their ways and there's 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 protocols yeah. whatever you want to call it right fuck that 
Like, I've always been against shit. Mm-hmm. My dad always had an issue in the law about that, but he loved me because of that. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, yo, sometimes you might need to calm down. Like, yeah, cave in a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, no, nigga, cave out. Like, yeah. I'm out. Like, And I think that's what got me here. Yeah. People be like, damn, bro, how'd you get so-and-so? I'm sorry to say it like this, but I'm, I don't care sometimes. That, I think, is the best. Like, that's I'm, I can relate to that 100%. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that got me a lot of things since I moved here because I come into it with the idea if it don't work I'll go back home and right. I like home I like where I came from yep. I could live there I could do shit I might mm-hmm. not be able to be as like creative as I want to be but mm-hmm. I'll survive so for being here like I've been in so many situations where I'm like I don't give a fuck I'm gonna say my opinion and just see what happens right. I feel like I'm cool like I know I trust my opinion first mm-hmm. off so I'm willing to say it out loud and if I say it out loud it may offend someone or may not let someone you know mm-hmm fuck with me like that but when i do almost every single time 100 percent of the time anytime i've ever taken a risk like that to right. say some shit out loud something happens from it you know yeah. what i mean mm-hmm. which is probably a result of why i got to tour with b and j you know what i mean like real shit though real shit we did a lot of shit at coachella like and to be able to do to have gone from shooting like behind the scenes type shit <laughs> mm-hmm. to shooting her main camera that started the show and mm-hmm. like i was doing all the stay stuff like just because i was like hey like i showed him like this is an example of what it could look like oh my god that's great yeah and then i'm doing it like but if i would have just stayed put and stayed in my lane and try to you know i didn't overstep someone's you know i didn't mm-hmm. want to step on anyone's shoes either yeah so i made sure i didn't but i still did it in the right way where i could still be proactive about yeah. what i'm capable of, of course doing. and i mean i mean people see the the hunger too you know what i'm saying like if you, sometimes that i don't care hunger is people see it and it's like, the best that's the sometimes the shit you want yeah i don't care in a positive way like i'm exactly. just gonna do it right like exactly. the way i think i need to do it exactly like i'm talking to steve from you know steve, yeah and we'd be talking and he'd be like bro keep working mm-hmm. i see you keep working I don't know what's... He might have a plan on the low. Like, all right, let's yeah. see what he do. Because if he does this one thing, I'm, I'm taking him, him Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, all right, but that's why I'm working, working. Because I'm like, people are watching. And it's not... I'm not saying do shit because people are watching. But because people are watching. People are always You watching, never know bro. who might need you or yeah. who, who wants your shit. And it's like... That's why I'd be like, yo, I'm doing everything. Yeah. All genres, all whatever. Because I don't want podcasts uh, on the road with boot screens. Like everything i'm just trying to like clothing you know what i'm saying i'm tapping into everything because it's like when these drums stop what the fuck right you know what i'm saying like if i don't have no 401 or 401k like yeah bro I, i'm just gonna be a black little scrubby little dude that was known back in the day that played drums right hmm. and, that's, and i'm like i can't be that person right. like i gotta move and that's why i'm trying to get people to understand nowadays like especially drummers yeah because drummers is really stuck like, motherfuckers are stuck, bro. Right. Like, they don't really do anything outside of drums. They think that's their life. They think right. that's it. So, I'm like, you know, trying to get them to see, man. Gotta build an empire. Gotta, seriously. That's right. Come out here and talk to these labels or whoever. Come out here and just get, a, get, a, get, get to, you know, get amongst the people. Right. In the, in the community, so. Fuck. This is a good... It was a good conversation, my friend. Oh damn, yes it was. I appreciate you spending one of your last days in LA. That's the that's I'm happy that you that you and that's funny because this is so sporadic. Yeah. Like I was like, bro, I'm here. But that's why I've been when I got off tour, I was like, man, I'm going hammer on this. Like you were already on my list. Mm -hmm. I've already had you on my list since like I mean when tour started. We started putting You told me that and and towards the end of tour. Yeah, and I was like, I gotta get you on the show. But that's we're just going ham trying to get these stories out there because I feel like this shit helps people. Yep. It's cool. It, cool it helps. And they want to hear it, though, yo. Yeah. They, people want to hear this stuff. 
I wanted to hear it. This yep. shit makes me like I'm getting woke oh, up right now. Listen, you know what I mean? Nigga, stuff, that's why I was like, I want to send me that link about you because I think I'm joking. Yeah, I really want to know how this stuff happened, bro. No, I'll give it to you. I don't be playing. It's if you're gonna laugh. I'll show, I you, I'll laugh. show you a video after this shit. You think it's funny? Um, all right, cool. So if people got to this far in the podcast. It's mm-hmm. like we've been talking for like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. I always tell people to go to your Instagram mm-hmm. and tag me in that shit at Ben Rivers World. Um, but then they get to put a hashtag, whatever. Whatever hashtag you pick, you can say whatever the fuck you want. But they'll go to your last post, whatever your most recent post on Instagram is, right right now or in five months from now, whatever the most recent one is, and just tag me and say this hashtag on your on your IG, so that we know that they listened this far. Okay, so I'm confused. That was a lot of hashtagging. So one hashtag. To, okay. But, and you're just gonna tell people. Yep. Whatever you say. Okay. Okay. Hey, you better go. So like, I just basically tell them like. No, I, no, no, no. It's not like a plug. It's just oh. that I'm, I'm saying if people listen this far, like if they're listening to us right now, okay, I want them to go to your Instagram mm-hmm. at what is that Boots Green Music? Yeah, go to your Instagram, mm-hmm. put on the last picture whatever you posted, say whatever hashtag you're about to say right now, and okay. tag me in it, so you and I both know that they made it this far into the podcast. It's like a way for us to know people are tuned in. Okay, uh, you so have I, people. I gotta, so I gotta think of a name or something. Yeah, a, a, a hashtag. He's thinking, everybody. No, let's see, because it looks kind of cool right now. What I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about like <laughs> boots black with no cream. Ooh, okay. Is that, I like is that, that. too long? Or is no, that cool? that's perfect. Okay, so boots black with no cream. There it is. Okay, boots back. Damn it, boots back. It's a, it's a ton twister, bro. Is. Boots black with no cream. I like that. All right, so go there. Um, fuck. How else <laughs> so can, go there? Can they find you? <laughs> how, how else can they find you? Or what? what you want to leave him uh, any notes or anything like that? You can just go pick up the book, please, so you can learn about my shit from birth to now. Amazon and all that. Amazon, iBooks, anywhere. Can you Boots get hard, screen. hard covers of that? No hard covers. No yet. hard covers. Yeah, I didn't think nobody wants to do that. I think everybody was so digital nowadays and fucking yeah. lazy. But. If you want a hard copy, I'll get you one. I'll write it right I'll now. Send it. I got some loose leaf. Listen, all right. <laughs> and and uh, check me out on SoundCloud, Boots Green. What else? Uh, and just bo- honestly, just just Google Boots Green, man. It's gonna be a lot of shit just coming up. Right. And just check me out. Good. Simple as that. Man, I appreciate you swinging through, bro. This is dope. I appreciate this, dog. This is dope. You got your nice little mugs and shit with the name on the motherfucker. Yeah, I actually, I printed uh, thirty five of these, right? And I just, it was a limited edition. I put it up and it sold out like right at, right within the afternoon. What? Yeah. But it was cool because I let the community like pick the price and shit. So I was just like, yo, figure it out. And I'll just send them out. Is. That's what it is, bro. I got to get my community going. Yep. You do. No, you do. Going, there's a massive drum community. I know for a fact that there's a kid um, that is in Black Window Cream that's always posting his drum videos too. Um, why can't I think of who the fuck it was that I remember doing that shit? Damn, I can't think of who it is, but I know he's going to find out. And I was expecting him to comment on this shit too, but at, you know, it was last minute as fuck, so mm-hmm. I don't think people see it. But um, anyway, Ricardo, that's the dude's name, Ricardo. Okay. He's going to, he, he posts in drum videos all the time. Like, as a, he teaches lessons and shit, but he's a filmmaker. Ricky Ricardo. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. How you want to end it? Uh, I don't know. How Let's, you want to end it? Just, I don't know, say bye and shit and thank you for doing this. Listen. Nikos, zoom in on his face. That's my editor. So listen. We are the shit. <laughs> you are the shit. Facts. But in the end of all, black with no cream <laughs> is the shit, baby. <laughs> love you guys, man. Ben, I love you, bro. Yo, thank, thank you, man. Thank you, dog. Appreciate it. That, that was great. That was the lamest thing I ever heard. But. <laughs> <laughs>
Bow, bow, bow. That's it for episode 56 with Boots Green. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Make sure to follow Boots on Instagram at Boots Green Music so you can start fucking with what he's doing. You can find all his social links and all that shit in the show notes, bwnc.com slash podcast. Make sure to interact with us however you can. Drop us comments, leave us reviews, provoke a conversation with me. I would really enjoy that. We have new merch coming this month. I'm not going to tell you the release date, but I will tell you it's fucking sick. And if you want to support us on Patreon, you'll be the first to know when the release date is and get instant discounts on everything we put out. So with that being said, I want to give a big shout out to all the homies who are supporting us on Patreon currently. Thank you guys, especially our producers and executive producers. We just want to say thank you for your support. Without you guys, this podcast would not exist. So shout out to our OU Rich producers of the show, Aisha and Reed. And shout out to our OU Rich Rich executive producers of the show, Craig and Christopher. You guys are lit forever. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. See you next week, you bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah.